I painted you a picture to show I love being your fun. Reminded you that I can't draw, but thought it the best way to express. The Shaky Town Radio Hour is in the air. Liner. I'm Brody Foster Hubbard. I'm Simon Sotello. Hey. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm I'm doing I am in stitches with that opening. Yeah. Did you like it? It was I did. it was pun worthy. I know this is radio, but that was knee slapping good. Yes. That was literally knee slapping good. It really was. We are starting the show. We're at the event. This is it. How do you like it? I like it a lot. I have been to the airliner very few times in the past several years. And I was unaware that they had redid, like, they, they redid their back patio, and it looks really good. Yeah. So, we're all here in the back patio, uh, yeah. setting up, lots of paper things going up, a lot of the artists are starting to show up. Um, yeah, it's filling it, up fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. you thank you for coming early. <laughs> of course. I'm happy to be here. Um, we have, uh, oh, i am got this one right here. That's fine. I'm just cool. sitting Okay. No problem. Good. How are you? Not too bad. I'm Eric. I'm Brody. This is a podcast happening. It's Shaky Town Radio Hour. Awesome. Pleasure. Pleasure. Tell us about what you're doing. Um, I'm displaying some art this afternoon. Uh, Came all the way out from the Inland Empire, actually, so long trip. Just got here. Just arrived. Need to settle in. Cool. We'll settle in. Uh, Yeah. A lot of acrylic, mixed mediums and stuff like that, all on canvas, though. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Well, have fun. Of course. We just got right into it. We're right into the show. It's happening right now. That's how things happen here. Fast. Swift. Strong. Like an ox. Like a bull. Like a really rambunctious puppy. Um, yeah, so it's the airliner event. It's part of uh, um, this whole big thing, Late Night Laggers and Magic Garage. We'll talk to Marjorie a little later. We'll uh, talk to some other people. We'll talk to Drawing Club. They're here. We'll talk to Rhea, because we've not ever spoken to Rhea on the Shaky Town Radio Hour. Um, maybe our old friend Bianca Berrigan will say some words. Uh, who else? Who won't be on the show tonight? That's the real question. Let's talk to Drawing Club. Hi, Drawing Club. Hi. Hi, Drawing Club. How you doing? Good. You are? Hi, I'm Emily. Hi, Emily, and you are? I'm Patrick. I'm, I'm Brody. This is Shaky Town Radio Hour. We are covering the show tonight nice. as part of our radio hour. Uh, I, I see dinosaurs. I see, uh, I don't know if this is some sort of fine china of some sort. <laughs> been painted on yeah <laughs> and we have uh some of your zines what what zines do y'all respond well, you respond i've got lady problems mm-hmm. over there <laughs> okay your lady problems and you have i have random excess okay and my buddy here has a nameless collection of work by silas height all right we'll be joining us later very cool um what are you most looking forward to tonight I'm um, seeing everybody's stuff as cool. usual. <laughs> Very cool. What about you? Yeah, the music and the artwork. Yeah, we already have some artists hanging up some art. Very nice, yes. Yeah. Um, and where can people find you online? Or can they find you online? Oh, we're mysterious. We're very mysterious people. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Emily has a website. Emily? Oh, yeah, it's emilyhilberg.com. Okay, we'll look for you there. Um, well, come around. We'll be floating around. We have a table here. Yes. And uh, I'll get you my zines in a bit. Cool. Thank you. Nice to meet you, Brody. Nice to meet you, too. Thanks, man. I think you were at, you were at the thing at Claremont. Yeah, 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 I was at Claremont Zine Fest. Yeah, we were over there, too. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. It was a fun show. That college was like, this is, I'm so old, I want to go back to college. <laughs> Like, I can't. Yeah. It's over. Me neither. I'm with you. I'm in the same boat. Maybe be like, oh, you can't go back. You can visit though. Yeah. Yeah. We have a big table getting set up. Um, I better 
stake out my territory here and put some zines out. So I have my little table staked down and set up. Uh, brought copies of Faradig for sale. I have a little sign up. I have my little nameplate up. I have a business card for the podcast. I only brought one. Why would I do such a thing? Because I grabbed a big stack of business cards and there was one Shaky Town Radio Hour one on top. And everything beneath it was not a Shaky Town Radio business card. It was much like in the movies when you fool the people you're handing off the suitcase of money to by putting a layer of bills on top of a bunch of paper. So I pulled a fast one on myself. Um, There are artists setting up. There are wonderful uh, works up, hanging up, that you can see pictures of on the site at shakytownradio.com. There is a big table for people to work on postcards tonight. Uh, this is part of the postcard exchange project that uh, LA Zine Fest is doing. And people will leave their addresses and get one of these postcards randomly chosen, mailed to them. There's bands playing, there's DJs. There are a lot of things happening tonight and we hope to cover them all. So, uh, Simon and I hung up some of her work. You may have heard the show with her where she talked about that, about exhibiting her work. Well, guess what's happening now? Right now. We tied it. We taped it. We hung it up. It looks good. Also, the postcard exchange is happening. Uh, people are leaving the right side of the card blank for the addresses. Thanks. Uh... That's all set up at the table. They're stamped with LA Zine Fest uh, down the middle. You can do some art on one side and your address on the other side. Um, you can hear that music started. You can see people floating around. Oh, the Zine Library is in full effect. The LA Zine Fest Zine Library is all hanging up. Um, it's like a big tent, and there's strings with all the zines hanging off of them. I think I'm going to donate a zine to the zine library. How about that? If you have a zine, you may consider donating one to the zine library as well. How about that? Um, we're going to talk to Rhea in a bit. She had a day. Hey, guess who's here? It's Bianca. What's going on tonight? We're at Sound Paint. Uh, it's an arts and music and culture fun fest with beer and I think bacon cheeseburgers, which I neither of us no nope, is really interested in. But other people might be. That yeah. might be a draw for some. Yeah. Um, we are doing a, a postcard exchange of sorts. We're gonna have people. Uh, people drawing and writing messages and then we'll take down their address and send them a postcard at a later date and uh yeah it looks it looks really good it's filled up people there's a lot of uh paintings i did not expect so many paintings but they're up in the back patio of the airliner there's people with zines there's people with t-shirts there's a little bit of everything represented tonight absolutely what are you most looking forward to seeing happen tonight I just really want to see some really cool postcard art. I want to see some some awesome... We just finished... Well, not we, like the Zine Fest, but we, the people, uh, just finished uh, International Zine Week, kind of devoted to International Zine Month's male art. Right, right. Where, where yeah, the sending to care packages to zinesters that uh, you know or writing ones that you don't. Yeah, or uh, kind of like... Yeah, just, just kind of focusing on using mail, receiving mail, connecting with people that way. So, um, yeah, I guess I'm kind of riding on that wave and excited to see some people get down with mail. Yeah. <laughs> are you uh, are you participating much in this month? Are you trying to just do what you can here and there? Uh, you mean in terms of, like, the Zine, International Zine Month? Yeah. Actually, um, we're going we're gonna to be leaving some zines around L.A., for um, Monday. Monday oh, cool. is like, uh, or maybe it's Wednesday. Ah, one of those days next week, we're going to be leaving zines around. No, it's Monday. It's Monday. Okay. It's the 15th. 
um, it's like leave a zine in public for somebody to find right. day. And so the Zine Fest is going to be putting out some zines around town and like taking pictures of it. And we're going to blog about it so you can kind of see if there's anything that looks familiar, maybe check out the site, and hopefully find a really cool zine just for you. So that's happening right now when you're hearing this podcast. Go log on to where to find that. It'll be lazinefest.com. It should be the, the most recent post if you're on a Monday. Awesome. The 15th. Well, thanks for talking to us as always. Check in with us again in a little bit. And by us, I mean me. <laughs> I think like it's you and I are the only representatives of Team Shaky Town because as you know, you are a member of Team Shaky Town now. I was initiated. I did drink blood. Yes. So. Hail Satan. Hail. Hail. What you do and what banner you do it under? Uh, my name is Jeff Kubisek, and I am the sole proprietor, owner, and self-proclaimed trademarker of Common Genus uh, Zine. We were neighbors at LA Zine Fest. You were to my right. That is true. We were, and yes. uh, it was a sweaty, deep, loud corner. It was yeah. fun. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And you are Amelia. I'm the girlfriend. <laughs> You're helping out today with yeah. some tabling, uh-huh. and this is great. Tell me about these. Are all your works, Jeff? Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I've been doodling and putting things into staples for about three years now. I, at one point, I was doing a month every, or one issue every month, and now I'm probably one issue every six weeks or so. Oh wow! So I'm up to about thirty. Wow, very cool. Um, I feel like I'm going to be the Huel Hauser of Zine events right about now. Awesome. I'm like, I'm gonna be. What's this? Save the ads. What's that at? Well, so uh, in Star Wars, there's uh, the large four-legged creatures in Empire Strikes Back. And uh, if you look on the back of this one, it says, Save the Tauntaun. And those are the uh, white beasts that Luke cuts open to stay warm. Same uh, same movie. Very smelly in there. Very smelly, yeah, but warm. And so, uh, I don't know, just to play on all those ribbons that you see, like, save our troops, save uh, autism, save my cat. All those red and pink and... Save the date. Save the date, that's true, yeah. So I, I hope George Lucas comes after me for a trademark <laughs> infringement. And I see here you have uh, a poop stamp. Yeah, so that's another issue where uh, I did a, uh, uh, a lino print. And I basically, I was trying to make a giant stamp on the cover. Yeah. Uh, so it was like one cent as in the cost, but uh, turned out really shitty. So now it's just one cent as in the smell. And you have Micron Brews, which is a collaboration. Yeah, um, about a year and a half ago, I sent out an email to a bunch of different artists that live locally in Los Angeles or that I've known for a while. And uh, I just told them, hey, I want to make a a zine about beer. So draw a label, draw a can, draw anything beer related, and we'll put it together. And it it turned out pretty cool. We got uh, 16 different artists, and uh, I think I put out about 300 issues. And uh, all the covers are hand-brushed. So uh, it took a while to cut them all open. And finally, um, we've been talking a little to people tonight about mail art, and I see that you have a mail piece here to uh, a very infamous person. Yeah, so that's the, uh, that's the Charlie issue. It, uh, if you feel like buying it and putting a stamp on it and sending it to Charles Manson, it's already uh, self-addressed. It's just not self-stamped. It's ready to go. It's a, it's a pretty good issue. It's my latest one. Uh, I'm pretty proud of it. So where can we find you online? Uh, if you go to Common Genus, C-O-M-M-O-N-G-E-N-U-S dot com, uh, you'll find me there. Or if you look me up, same name under uh, Instagram, you'll find me. All right, great. Well, thanks for talking to us, Jeff, and have fun tonight. All right, you too, man. Thanks. Oh, hey, guess what? We are here with Marjorie. This is her event. Hi, Marjorie. Hi, what's up? Not much. You uh, made your radio debut the other day on Family Dinner Radio? Yeah, it was a lot of fun at Pooh Bar Records. Yeah. Now you're on Shaky Town Radio, and this is your event, Sound Paint. You do this uh, how often? This is every month at the airliner. Every second Saturday, we have art show with uh, DJs, bands, and different performers, and it's a lot of fun. Is this your fa- uh, first uh, like print and, and zine event in Sound Paint? Um, we have had a zine workshop before, but we've never had LA Zine Fest here and the zine library and zine tables. It's really awesome to have them. Um, yeah. 
How long have you been kind of connected into, plugged into, and interested in what was going on with with counterculture and DIY art? A long time. Um, I made my own zine for like years, starting when I was like 14 in high school. Um, I would trade them with people all over the country, and um, I inspired some of my friends in school to make them too, and we'd trade them, and I started uh, DJing in college, um, playing instruments, I was always, always in bands, and I was into different subcultures of music, I went to a lot of shows, so... Yeah, this this show, Sound Pain, is kind of like, I guess, a reflection of all the different things that I've been into in my attempt to combine them all and create a new scene with different types of people in L.A. who are into underground culture, but maybe wouldn't necessarily um, normally hang out together. Yeah. How, how long have you been in Los Angeles? Did you grow up here, or did you move here from elsewhere? I grew up here in L.A., in Eagle Rock, northeast L.A., so I'm pretty familiar with this area, and all the nooks and crannies and good places to eat. What 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 dining do you recommend? Ooh, well, me and Simon have been going to Senor Fish in Eagle Rock lately for our meetings. That's kind of a, a staple of Eagle Rock food, as are the taco trucks. Um, dim Sum in Chinatown, G- Golden Dragon's good, um, Fo 87. Um, Fisherman's Outlet in Little Tokyo. It's so funny. We uh, there's an upcoming show we have with Aurora Lady, and uh, she's an artist. And we ended up talking a lot about food when we recorded that. And now you and I are talking about food. I, I might be hungry. And the airline also <laughs> they makes they make some good fries and burgers, and they serve lunch here too, uh, Monday through Friday. So you could support them too. And they've been very supportive of us having our show here. Um, you know, it's one of the only venues in this region, in this area that is this big that allows us to do these things, to have an art gallery and, um, we've kind of grown with them. I, I was doing a, I was a resident DJ of this other art and music show called Heart On here for like three, four years. And then that show, um, kind of ended and then I started Sound Paint, but actually Magic Garage, which is kind of my like crew, we've been doing big warehouse, like, and in private homes like yearly art shows ever since 2006 but this is um our first like monthly event um which is a lot you know it's a lot faster of a cycle obviously a lot more challenging but it's been cool we're about what five well we started in february and then we skipped a month so that's what we're like four or five events deep so it's been cool i mean we're still doing it we're still here so you know, just as long as, you know, we make enough money at the bar, keep everybody happy, people come out and support, you know, it'll be all good. Keep this going. Where can people, um, our audience, uh, find you online? Uh, on Facebook. Uh, we do have a sound paint page that you can like that we update with all the event info. And then we have a page for Magic Garage, but, you know, we couldn't call it Magic Garage because that was already taken, so we call it Magic Garage. <laughs> but um, you can also look me up. Uh, Gingy is my DJ name. Um, yeah, you can look us up. Very cool. Thanks for talking to us, Marjorie. If you ever want to come on the show sometime and tell us a little more about your story, your ups and downs. I got, I got, I got a few stories. <laughs> could tell you man Very cool. so yeah i'd love to thank awesome. you so much for being awesome. here thank you i'm honored to be here the podcast is honored to be here thanks so much thank you <laughs> Simon is, uh, I think Simon's going to get in on this. Y'all in for a treat. <laughs> um, I have never, ever had Rhea on Shaky Town Radio before, but we're changing that right now. Thank you. Uh, you've heard us speak of Rhea. She's one of the hosts of Family Dinner Radio. She's an organizer for LA Zine Fest. She is a musician, an artist and writer and wonderful person. I appreciate that. 
you just so happened to catch me on a day when, where, in which I had a really, oh God, I had a really crazy day and I don't, um, okay, let me take one more sip of beer. Uh, Rhea, when I, when I saw her tonight, it wasn't the first thing she said to me, um, but, but at one point she did say, I had a day. A day. A day. A day. So, um, I'm going to rewind. Well, first of all, this is a lovely experience, this. So to have a day and then come here is really great. Um, making art with your friends at night. It's good. So, however, I woke up. Um, I don't know if you could hear the sirens and helicopters from this tanker explosion oh. truck. Oh, you haven't heard this. I haven't told the story yet to uh, our audience here or you yet. Uh I was right in the thick of it, but I'll tell you about that in a bit. Let's hear your your. I, I was as well. So, but, okay. but yeah. So basically. Oh yeah, because we're practically neighbors. Exactly. So. Yes. Yeah. So along the LA River, I didn't I didn't know what was going on today, but this morning, I just I heard so many sirens and helicopters, and um, I don't I don't know if you were sleeping at the time, but it was incorporating into my dreams in really crazy ways, and I just knew something was going on. And when I woke up, I, I looked and I saw there was just tons of black smoke everywhere. So I don't know if you're going to end up telling this story about, I don't know. But something bad happened yeah. today. I could, I could just tell you I was on the uh, freeway. Like, I was there. So. You were in a, the parking lot. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So. It's for those of the outside of L.A., there was a big tanker and it blew up. And it's, there's, the freeways are still closed now 12 hours later. And what I heard was that the sewers caught on fire. Mm-hmm. And that fuel got dumped into the LA River. I don't and know. Structural integrity has been compromised. That's horrible. So already there's just a lot of police activity in the streets today. And um, I was outside writing an article that I'm working on for a craft magazine in my front yard. And my roommate came out with a BB gun. And she said, I'm going to shoot some cans. I'm just going to shoot me some cans. And I was like, wow, I've never sh- like held a BB gun or anything. This is kind of weird, but you know, it's, it's almost like you press it, and you see nothing. So therefore, in your mind, it's kind of a toy, if you're not familiar with BB guns. To me, apparently it's not a toy. So after, I'm going to say about 10 whole minutes... I hear, we, you know, we live at the top of a hill, and you can't see the street from our, um, from our house, but these, these BBs were being shot at cans at the top of the hill. You don't always hit the cans. Sometimes these BBs go elsewhere. And in this case, I guess they were going into the street. And um, not intentional. And um, I guess that they hit some, somebody. And somebody's some somebody's property. Oh. So I hear from the top of our hill. I'm, this is I'm gonna put my hand up to my mouth for like a police megaphone. Okay. Like this is my. It's like. Calm down. Put the weapon down. Come out with your hands up. And I'm like, I don't know who. I don't. Who are they talking to? Is there something going on? <laughs> and my roommate uh, said. Oh, they're not talking about us, are they? And then I hear it again. Hey, you! Put your weapon down! Come come down with your hands up! And I was like, oh my god, I think they're talking to us. Me, me and two were two girls. She was dressed up really fancy to go to this party, and I was just in my, like, whatever, I'm writing. She goes downstairs. I follow her. I'm like, okay, let's find out what's going on. I open our big sliding gate, which reveals to us the world, the street. And I'm going to say that there were 10 cop cars. I'm going to say there were two, one or two, I cannot remember, news news anchor trucks, yeah. vehicles, <laughs> the news. And 10 cops with guns pointed at us. Oh, wow. Pointed at us. Have you ever had a gun pointed at you before? Never. It's not fun. I've had one, not a police gun, a, a perpetrator, but yeah. I, I grew up in Seattle during the WTO riots, but I was in high school at the time, and the guns were not pointed at me. They were around, but I've never been the target. Like it's the sobering. It's horrible. And suddenly they just start rushing into our property. And I've got a, we've got a dog. I was trying to get the dog, and they're just screaming at me like, 
Put your hands up. Put your hands down. Get on the ground. Get. Don't get on the ground. Show me what's in your pockets. And I was just like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. But you think that I have weapons and that I'm hiding people in this house. And so I'm trying to like, I'm trying to say as little as I can, but because the more that I tell them, the more they want to yell at me. <laughs> I just, I'm trying to just, I, I just wanted them to put their guns down, basically. And I'm trying to get the dog in the house. I was holding the dog, and I dropped the dog, and they're like, control your animal. And I was like, I'm trying to control my animal, but this is a big animal. And they, they told me to pick her up, and I was picking her up, and I just kept dropping her. And they got kept getting really angry with me that I was dropping this dog. So I finally make my way up our two flights of stairs into the house. At this point, they're in our house, going through our things, opening all the doors, just like, and then there just keeps more of them, more cops, more cops. And I was like, oh my God, what has happened? And I, you know, I, um, uh, I get the dog into a room and I turn around and there's three cops with their guns pointed right at me. And I was just, I just... I, I was at a loss <laughs> and they wanted to make sure I didn't have a gun and I don't I didn't I didn't and um, they escorted me downstairs and handcuffed me and my roommate you got handcuffed today really I took a photo of my arm, my hand afterwards because I know it's someone is spray painting in here and we're all getting a little loopy Anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, we were handcuffed, and um, and we stood against the wall while the cops gathered our information and then determined whether the people who had been hit with BBs wanted to press charges. In which case, they were going to take us into tape. There, we were going to get booked. We were going downtown. We were screwed. Yeah. <laughs> and I was dying. I was, which is, what is really weird about this situation is that I felt like me and my roommate each took on these, like, very stereotypical different gender, gender roles at the time in order to try and, and alleviate the situation or, you know, she, she was, the cops were flirting with her really hard, Core, even though she was handcuffed. They were making jokes about how good she smelled and like, oh, you know, we need to take your information. What's your phone number? By the way, can I keep your phone number later and take you out to dinner? And like, you know, she felt really disrespected. However, we're in a very, very vulnerable position. So she was kind of laughing going along with it, whereas I was kind of, taking on the uh, the role of like I'm gonna cry if I have to because I know that sometimes when girls cry <laughs> it gets a little bit of sympathy from guys who are treating you like you're a child and I really felt like I was being and I just you know I was like I was just thinking at that moment, like, I don't. Why am I resorting to this kind of like very stereotypical female behavior? And it's like, because these guys are—they're just targeting all this aggression towards us. And I understand that a stupid action happened. I understand that there are consequences for that. However, once they determined that we weren't criminals, dangerous terrorists, terrorists we didn't have real. Like, we didn't have actually, like, really terrible weapons on us. And we weren't using this as a, it was a mistake. Once they understood that, to continue to treat us the way they did, I just, I was really bothered by it. <laughs> so how did you get out of it? Well, this went on for 45 minutes to an hour, I'd say, of us standing there. They closed off the streets, and there was just all kinds of people. Our neighbors, like... When they were trying to determine which house these the shots were coming from, they if, like, you know, they went to our neighbors' houses. They're pissed off that they, you know, and um, the business across the street is very upset because their window was damaged. And uh, I guess after a little while, it was determined that no one wanted to press charges, so there we did not get arrested. Good. <laughs> and we got the handcuffs taken off of us and then they escorted us upstairs and just proceeded to talk to us kind of like kind of like you're six and your dad is talking to you about what a terrible what a 
lesson, you know, you learn, whatever. And I just kind of went with it. As soon as the handcuffs were off me, I was in a totally different mind mindset. However, I was still pretty, like, traumatized and detaching myself from the situation. You know when your adrenaline's pumping really hard and you're just reacting, yeah. you know? I, and then they, they left, and then my roommate went out to a party that she was going to. And I just sat at home with the dog, like, internalizing everything. <laughs> I just started going through really weird emotions of just, like... So weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just when, because when you're complete, when your fate is completely in the hands of someone else, and you can't, you can't, you don't feel like you can be totally open and honest with them. You're not on the same level. You're, you're, you're handcuffed. You're, you're on this total lower level in their eyes, and you have to play a role. And I was just like feeling really weird about that role I had to play and the role that these cops were playing towards me and they said just some of the things that I heard them say say made me really upset and I feel like I'm still I'm working through it right now yeah yeah <laughs> I'm so sorry that you went through all that today I mean granted yeah like be careful with BB guns but I don't really care about BB guns that yeah. was I, I didn't really enjoy I maybe yeah I was not I'm not doing that anymore luckily you're here among friends and fellow artists and in a safe environment it would seem true (laughs) I am thankful for that yeah well you now that having survived that (laughs) what what do you have on the horizon you have sound paint tonight I'm sure there's some more LA zine fest events and planning coming up you got your venue you got Helms Bakery in Culver City we did I'm really excited about that yeah it's um yeah we're right off the expo line and I'm gonna be talking to different businesses in the community to see how to incorporate the neighborhood into the zine fest for next year which is one of our favorite aspects of it is drawing attention to different neighborhoods in the city and um shooting them with BBs (laughs) Well, I would uh, invite you to come on uh, Shaky Town Radio sometime so we can delve into your art and your time in Seattle. And I would love to talk to you about the topic of DIY venues. And uh, we can tackle some more about, uh, uh, as, as Pee Wee Herman would say, the law. The law. Yeah, I would love to. Thank you. So everybody listen to Family Dinner Radio. Everybody go to LAZinefest.com. And, uh, and uh, Whisper Kid. What about Whisper Kid? I, um, that is my music that I make. And I um, just uh, submitted a song to my friend Kyle Mabson. Does these compilations of different top 40 pop songs and different artists. Some, some of them are well-known artists. Some of them are just local artists. They do a remix or a cover of the song. Sometimes he'll say, okay, any, any, any top 40 song that came out between... November and January, cover it, go. And you know this. This is this is a question or a task that's given out to people who are maybe haven't even heard the song before because they don't listen to the radio. Yeah. So it's typically not a song people are familiar with, and maybe just you hear it in Rite Aid or something. But <laughs> the the controversial Miley Cyrus song, I, I've completely forgotten what it's called. But uh, yeah, so I submitted a cover of that song, and he's releasing it. So everyone covers or remixes that song. He's releasing it on Monday. And he his, the compilation's called Now That's What I Call Mabson. <laughs> it's so funny because next week people are going to hear an interview with Aurora Lady and we break down. Uh, she does a re- great analysis of the music video attached to that song. Oh, that's great. That's yeah. really good. That is a horrible video. <laughs> <laughs> See, she thought it was actually quite empowering, but you'll have to tune into the show and hear... Uh, wow. Oh, really? Did you did you um, discuss that the Vice article entitled Miley Cyrus needs to take a African American studies class? No, I'll we did not talk about that. We I talked was... a little bit about the appropriation um, uh, accusation. Okay. But... Oh, are those accusations denied? You'll have to tune in and find out. <laughs> no, I want to listen now. <laughs> I'll sneak a copy your way before before the general audience. Because you're a friend of the shaky town. Awesome. Sounds good. Thank you, Rhea. Thank you. Stay out of trouble. You can find us on the internet at shakytownradio.com. You can Twitter us at at shakytownradio. 
You can like us on Facebook at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash shakytownradio. Send us an email at shakytownradio at gmail.com or call us on the Shakytown Radio hotline at 626-66-SHAKE. That's 667-4253. That's the same number. This is Simon Sotelo of Family Dinner Radio, and you're listening to the second best radio show in all of Shakytown. Shakytown Radio. Wasn't that an amazing story? I, I can't believe it. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this for the benefit of a person who didn't get to hear the story and who I said I said to her, I'm like, well, you're going to have to listen to the show to hear the story. Rhea told a great story. Uh, she's a filmmaker. She's an artist. She's a writer. She is, uh, as her and I have now established, she's my local honey. Uh, this is Zara Bloom. Hello. Zara, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. I feel like... You haven't hung out with me in a while. I feel like you've been avoiding me. <laughs> really? Yeah. Zara works on the third floor of a building that I work on the first floor of. And she, I don't know what to say to she, she won't come to the second floor to meet me. She won't even come to the first floor to meet me. When I go to the third floor, she's not there. No, I'm not. <laughs> Why? I'm busy. I haven't talked to you in a while, but uh, we... Most recently, outside the walls, we hung out at uh, the She Riff show at the Redwood, and that was uh, one of their last shows because they're not a band anymore. Right, that was very fun. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're not a band anymore. Wait, what? Yeah, Alice uh, is moving. Alice Bag uh, is moving back to Los Angeles, so she's leaving my friends in Phoenix behind. Oh no! So no more She Riffs. Oh no! Was that the last show? They did a couple more on that tour. Oh, okay. Great. Well, I don't know what to say to that, except I'm happy she'll be here, at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to say. Uh, tell me about your projects that you're working on. Tell Shaky Town audience the projects you've been working on. Well, I'm here with my friend, Noni, who's also my partner in making films, but she's not right next to me. And we are f- editing a music video for an artist named Keen House which should be done by the end of this weekend, actually. And on Tuesday, I'm shooting a woman named Mayumi for um, her new album. And she's going to record in the studio, and we're going to shoot her. And then another pop artist asked me to do a video for her, but I don't really know any more details with that. You've been in that film world and video world for a bit now and done your own projects and projects for other people. Um, I, I've tried it years ago. I, 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 didn't, I couldn't hack it. I, it's, it's a very... Obviously, there's, you have to have the artistic eye, but you have to have a real technical grasp of things. That's true. That's true. And you have to put a lot of work into it. So um, it takes a lot of dedication and a lot of sleepless nights and a lot of lack of money, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to be okay with not being paid for a lot of projects. Um, but yeah, I mean technically I don't I don't really know as more like I don't know more than probably you do, but I know a lot of really great people who help me. And I think as long as you have a vision and you're really dedicated to that vision, as long as you have the right people, it's just a good mix. And if people have faith in you, you'll be able to get it done. Very cool. Very inspirational. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you've been in Southern California your whole life, yes? Yes, born and raised in Los Angeles. Yeah. And uh, it's funny because when I, in my first several years here, like I felt like everybody I met was from somewhere else. And then the more people I talk to on this show, I find a lot more LA natives and they're doing art here. Really? Yeah. yeah I actually don't know very many LA natives. Most of the friends I grew up with moved out of town, like mostly like uh, Northern California or Europe. And so. Yeah, it's really hard to find people that way. Yeah. I don't know. You, you spent some time in Europe too, yes? Yes. I was there. <laughs> I was there in 2011 for a few months just backpacking. And yeah. So, what are you Tell me tell me what I want to hear about Europe actually. Oh, um 
backpacking. Now, this is an experience other people have. I don't have. I, I, I'm not that uh, Cedar Rapids, Iowa is about the most exotic place I've been to. <laughs> well, um, it was great. I have to say that I might have been a little too old for it, to be honest, because I really wanted my space. And I was in hostels with a bunch of, like, 21-year-olds yeah. uh, who had money. And I was none of those things. Um, and it was really exhausting. And uh, But it was great. It was really great. I don't know. How, uh, how Was it an influence on your art at all? Yes. I actually started writing something while I was out there. <laughs> I knew it! <laughs> and I'm uh, writing it now, and I want to shoot it next year. So. Oh, okay. Oh, so this is, not a, this is a film project, then? Yeah, like a feature. Okay. Yeah, so I don't really know how I'm going to be able to pull it off because I have absolutely no money, nor do I have backing for it. But, uh, yeah, I started writing it when I was out there because I took a lot of trains when I was there. That was, like, my main mode of transport, yeah. and there's nothing really to do, so I would just write. And, yeah. I'm going to read you a poem about a train when I'm done recording. Okay. Is it good or bad? I, I wrote it, so, so we'll I can't say. <laughs> Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I kind of, I'm going to turn off the mic now because I just want to talk to Zara and I haven't hung out with her in a long time. But will you come back on the show as uh, more stuff is uh, coming along and you can come promote it and we can have more excuse to hang out? Definitely I will. And I'll be more prepared, I think, for an interview. Can we explain the local honey reference really quick? Uh, (laughs) Our friend Phil from the band Our Hospitality. Uh, has a collection of, I don't know, bottles of honey on his desk at his office at work, and we were discussing that. Yeah. And he asked me, like, would you do that because you're vegan? I'm like, well, if it's, like, local and, like, they're nice to the bees, (laughs) I'd consider it. Yeah, I think if they sing some songs and just praise them and... It would be a good way. If they sing that fat boy slim song, Praise You Like I Should, yeah. to the beast. I think then it would be okay to have some of their honey. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I think they do. They do. <laughs> the science. <laughs> Thanks, Zara. No problem. It is crazy in here. It is loud and fun, and everybody seems to be having a good time. Um... There is a lot of postcards being written on and drawn. I'm going to grab one right now. Uh, I'm going to find a pen. I need a black pen, though, because black is how I feel on the inside. So that's what I draw on the outside. I grabbed my postcard. Um, I... I'm drinking a fat tire. I I think I talked about on the show how I was doing sober June, and um, I've been now enjoying the beverage more, but not in not super indulgent, like just at a right level to enjoy the taste and the experience. Um, yeah, that's something that's going on. Me trying to be better to myself and my body. Uh, speaking of being good to ourselves. Maybe drink your beer. Don't pour it on my zine. Somebody got beer on my zine. That's not nice. Um, I've, I've had to defend my table and my chairs and my zines from being taken away from me or having things spilled on them. Uh, Matt is walking around right now. He's got a PBR tall boy. I wonder if he'll let us talk to him. Hey, Matt, you want to come talk on the show? Matt Walsh. Hello, this is Matt Walsh here. Not of UCB. Sorry to have to yeah. say it, but it's not a visual medium, so they wouldn't know. Yeah, well, and I'm not of UCB, but I've been nearby UCB. Yes. Yeah. I want to talk to you about your music. Yeah, okay. I don't know if you know there's an open offer for you to have your music on the show oh, anytime right you on. want. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've got I've got a music. Um, I've got like three or four musics. Okay. One of them is called Buglians. Um, it's like Bug Aliens, but Buglians. Uh-huh. The other is sort of between names, but I'm going with the Great American Songbook. And then the third, I guess there's three. The third is called Pink Puke. Okay. Yeah. Pink Puke. Pink Puke. Yeah. It's based on Bud Light, Bud Light Lime Strawberritas. Yeah. Now, tell me about, uh, the first time I heard of a thing called Bud Light Lime was yeah. in um, Problem Solutions okay. by Bianca and Simon. Yeah. And then uh, my spouse, Megan, um, 
had one in Palm Springs recently, oh, and okay. she's like, "Do you know about this thing, Bud Lime? Yeah. But BL BL Lime, yeah, BL Lime. It's good stuff. It's a you know delicious summertime drink. Um, it's every everything you'd really want in a beer, I guess. If you want a kind of gross beer, yeah, okay. yeah. All right, good to know. <laughs> um, where can people find your music online? Um, you can find my music online at buglians.bandcamp.com. Buglians, like bug and aliens.com. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bandcamp.com. Let's um, also cover really quickly the things that you and I always talk about when we see each other, which isn't often enough, but we get to see each other every once in a while. You were very nice to come to mine and Libby's uh, show at The Smell a year ago. That's, that's correct. And this is what we talk about, Matt and I. We talk about facial hair. Yeah, that's right. We talk about beards. And we talk about dark beer. It, that's also true. Dark beer, yeah. Uh, what are your favorite dark beers right now? You know, I, I've actually been recently drinking non-dark beers, in particular Saison's. Uh, and there's a beer, there's a brewery from Oregon called Logsdon Brewery. And they are absolutely fantastic. Uh, I believe you can find them at Farmhouse Beers on Twitter. All right. Yeah. I, I was going to have a party that you were coming to. Yes. And I was very nervous. I was like, uh, between, because between you yeah. and my friend Alex Blacktooth, yeah. like, you guys know your beers. And yeah. so I had to, like, up, I felt like we had to up our beer buying game, Megan and I. Um, we got a lot of Golden Road. Okay. Um, yeah. Are you enjoying the Golden Road? Golden Road, pretty good. Pretty good. I've, I've enjoyed, I had one of theirs recently, I forget, it was like their brown something. Oh, yeah. it's a get up off the brown. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty decent, pretty decent. I remembered a beer I just had that was dark and cool, and it was from, uh, they're called like, you know what? No, I don't. I don't remember what they're called. They're called, uh, they, have, they have a beer called Cellar Door, they're called Stillwater. Stillwater okay. beers, and they, they have one that's like a dark beer, and it's really sweet. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, so, drink some beer if you like that sort of thing. Listen to Matt's suggestions because he knows his beer. We had some at Footsie's. And grow a beard. Grow a beard. Grow beards with us. Yeah. Listen to his music. Yeah. Go listen to him and Bianca's episode of Family Dinner Radio because it's very funny. That's right. It was very funny. Yes. Yeah. And um, tell me one, oh, one last thing. We also talk about, wait, we don't talk about these things, but we see each other at zine events. Yeah. Um, what do you like best about zines? Oh my God. Zines, zines are cool. The thing about zines to me is the, uh, the, the, the low entry barrier. It's like anyone, you want to get into that, you can do that. It doesn't even matter if it's really like good or bad because it's cool and people will pick up what you're putting out and that's pretty sweet cool yeah thank you for talking to us and let us uh, let us play some of your music right on oh play it how about this episode play it play some pick a one pick a one here, here's some songs now couple. I had a, a friend from CrossFit actually show up and uh, I didn't hadn't seen her in a while and we talked and it turned out she used to do jujitsu. So we uh, I was like, yeah, just take this and if you like it, you know, she can you know, buy the next one. <laughs> First one's free, that's how you hook them. Um, so it's about a little past one. Uh, Simon's taking down her Portraits. Uh, Rhea and Matt and Bianca are taking down the tent. Uh, I don't think we talked to Roxy. Should we talk to Roxy on the show really quick? Hi. Hi. So uh, I don't know. Did you have fun tonight? What'd you think? Um, I thought it was really awesome. Um, it was a good chance for me to get to know all the Zine Fest people a little bit more, yeah. and uh, just to see them get a little drunk. <laughs> now, Roxy doesn't have a zine out yet, but she does great art, illustration, textiles, all sorts of great stuff. Where should people find your stuff online? Um, you can just look up um, 
just look up Roxy Morataya. It's uh, Morataya, um, M-O-R-A-T-A-Y-A, um, <clears throat> on, my, on Tumblr, on Facebook, and LinkedIn, if you're ever in the mood to hire an illustrator. Um, hmm. And you can just, uh, just uh, straight up look my name up, and I have my own website up with my paintings and uh, drawings and such. Very cool. Yeah, it was fun. There was a, a good mixture of the print art and the visual art. I saw somebody actually spray painting earlier. Yeah. A lot of good loud music and stuff going on inside there. Yeah, I wish there was a lot more dancing, though. But um, I, I'm glad that that got taken over by... Um, Reading, drawing, and writing. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, there were great postcards tonight. Yes, I made three of them, actually. Did you? I made one. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Mine was all text. <laughs> well, text is better than nothing. I mean, it's a creation, <laughs> so why not? True. Yeah. What's your advice for all the people out there who are like, I want to get involved in things? Well, um, <clears throat> let's see. If you want to get involved, I would say just straight up try to, like, look up Zine, zine opportunities in your area. I mean, if, if you live in Palm Springs, you live in Santa Ana, I'm sure there's, like, something out there for you. If not, then, um, <clears throat> I mean, the Internet's always been one of my best tools for that uh, for that kind of stuff. Yeah, it can be used. It's, it is an instrument that can be used for good instead of evil. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I always vote good instead of evil. Although <laughs> evils, uh, it can be kind of fun. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you for talking to us, Roxy. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. So I'm going to go hang out with Roxy and, and Rhea and, and Bianca and Matt and Simon here. We're going to take this tent. I'm going to take my shoebox of zines. And I'm going to get the hell out of here. So until next time, I'm Brody Foster Hubbard. And I'm Roxy Murataya. Bye, Shaky Town. I've seen you walking, have you been there before? Walk down your doorsteps, you'll take some more steps, what did you take them for? There's a private in my boat and he wears this instead of medals on his coat. There's a chicken in my nest and she won't play until I've given her my best. At her request she asks for nothing You get nothing in return If you want she brings you water If you don't then you will